Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your hosts, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. And this is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What we doing today, bro? We're talking about the way of the artist. Okay, okay. So tell them like, what you mean, the way all, of the artist. All of the, all of the um, aspiring artists to like take their careers to the next level mm. or to, you know, become a global household name, etc. Okay. Um, what is the best way to go about it? Um, and not saying that what we're going to say is the absolute wrong or the absolute right answer. Absolutely. Either way, but we just want to weigh in on it and just discuss it. And then we also want to bring into the picture um, a well-known phrase now mm-hmm. in music and not just hip-hop genre, but in general, uh, industry plant. Facts. Um, because that's important, too, because that becomes, I think, as we'll get into, like, um, you know, the carrot. Mm-hmm. Held out in front that the person keep chasing. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I wonder if I could find it. And, and it's you bringing this topic up is it, it brings some a tweet that I saw to mind. And okay. I don't know if it's a recent tweet or an older one that somebody had just screenshot it. Yeah. But it's from the rapper Russ, and it says something. I can't find it, but it says something to the some to the fact of. Let's see. Excuse me. If you're an artist and you're still focused on taking over your hometown, you're an idiot. Because now with the internet, SoundCloud, Spotify, and, you know, social media, then you can go global instantly and worry about taking over the world. And if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, focusing on just your area code is what it said is ridiculous nowadays. Mm -hmm. That's a ridiculous strategy. Um... I don't know that I agree. I think, and it, I, I get what he's trying. I get his point. Yes, it's, it's uh, but it's, yeah, I don't a hundred percent agree with that. Nah, I was talking to uh, Self Made Newski earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, his album is on Spin Really right now, Born Star. But it's, I was telling him that I don't, and it's funny because I didn't know we were going to talk about this either. But I don't understand just because we have new media, new technology. Why people act like the old way is irrelevant. The old way of marketing, like getting your CDs and pressing them and putting them in hands, making sure that you got flyers that's up in the smoke shops and the convenience stores and the, you know what I'm saying, the corner stores and this kind of thing. You know, getting your little stickers and, po- and slapping them joints all over college campuses. You know, I understand that you don't have to do any of these things because you can go to your audience 
in mass online. But why would you forego that when you know it did work? Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you use two things that work instead of just using one? Right. You know. Right, because where you fall short in one or whatever ground you can't cover in one, you cover in the other. Exactly. So it makes sense to do both. And and I would say a person home home base, yeah, you can get famous, you can get a deal without having your home city on lock or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that home base is important. I think so. I think it is very important because those like really when you think of like the <laughs> like hardcore J. Cole fans, which has them all over the world. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're going to find the most, I, I, you know, for lack of better words, the most fanatical are go. going to be it throughout the North Carolina, the state yeah. of North Carolina. Yeah, yeah for sure. For sure. <laughs> They'll fight you about Cole. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. You know that's, what I mean? So it's a certain a, pride. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so you can't, I don't. I think it'll, in the long run, it could be a detriment to not tackle your home city in mm. your genesis mm. before spreading out. I do believe, based on the type of your type of specifically hip hop that you're doing, mm-hmm. it could either be a re- it could be a really real detriment, or it could not matter as much. True. I think the detriment if you if you if you heavy street talk and you doing all this stuff. You know what I mean? And then when people come to check your credibility and you was a nobody in your town. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Now, when you're doing relatable music, like mm-hmm. music that the, the average human can connect with. I, actually, I take that back. I don't think you would actually have a problem having that following in your hometown. Because they'll be able to connect to you just as well as anybody else on the planet will. Right. Um, so maybe I take that back. It's only really going to be a detriment to not have it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's only a detriment to not have it. Now, a, a lot of artists say. And it to, they, go ahead. I was going to say real quick. It's and it speaks to to me for the artist's work ethic. Now, let's say that mm. I was the big label mm. that you was trying to get a deal with. Mm-hmm. I would like to know what your buzz is in your city because you're on yeah. the ground. That's who you are every day. Yeah. These are people that. Interact with you. You are hungry enough to even mm-hmm. tackle your home city. Devil's advocate. You know what I mean? Like I, I you, agree. Because to me, the lazy. Well, yeah, anybody can put a song on SoundCloud. It's out for the world. Right. Yeah, but you you're not doing no shows. You ain't doing nothing in the city. Yeah. Like I, nah. I, I agree that it mm-hmm. definitely shows. It, I, it, I may, as a label owner, look at it or a label exec look at it as a work ethic issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I may. As in sports, I see this person has flaws, but they so fucking talented that I know I can use them yeah. anyway, so I sign them up. I attribute uh, my analogy there for that in music is no nobody in their hometown knows them, but they doing they thing online. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like They doing they thing in like five or six states online, mm-hmm. buzzing hard. I'm thinking as a label owner that I ain't really concerned with they little town no way because I'm thinking the whole United yeah. States. So if I know they can move in that way, I may they may be talented, for the lack of a better word, to move their product without having to worry about whether they had the work ethic to do it on the ground at home. True, I get you know that. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can I can accept that. That's true, it, but um, 
I guess here's the here's my thing. Yeah. If you that talented, you would have done legwork at home too. Yeah. If you that talented and that yeah. popping yeah. in all them cities, then you definitely should be popping at home. Like when Nas was hot, he was hot already hot yeah. in Queens. He was yeah. already on Stretch Barbito Armstrong show, yeah. like with a host of other people killing it. Yeah. Like Wu Tang had dominated. They literally had dominated all of like local talent yeah. shows, all that type of shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. I feel like that silence and popping, you gonna be popping in the hometown. Yeah, there, there may be some, you know, some that you just look in the house. They don't come out. They don't do nothing. They just mm -hmm. record music in their house, and put, put it all on, and, and it's fire. Videos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Shit. But, but then that's the funny thing. The other Six, thing nine. is, right, and if you're that talented, it's gonna be hard to not be out doing something in your, where you are. Yeah, shit, I mean you can you cannot do it, be. but I mean shit, you you may because there's people that know you still like yo, yeah. this music is crazy. Yeah, like somehow you're gonna get pulled into the local scene yeah. or some, to some degree. Yeah, it seems like you would. It seems like you it would. seems like you would for sure, for sure. Um, I don't know, man. So do you think in today's climate it makes more sense for somebody? Say you in your bedroom and you you got your you got your fruity loops or your logic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you got yeah. you got you a nice mic and you burning your closet down with your verses. And you know what I'm saying? You you getting your rust on, you producing your songs, you writing the songs, you recording the songs, you mixing them, and they coming out fire. Mm -hmm. Should a person at that point seek a record deal? Or should they Look at independence as a long, long haul. What What would you do? Well, it's funny because it's kind of unfair now because I'm mm -hmm. looking from the outside in and okay. hindsight and all of that type of stuff. But I would I would go the independent route. Okay. Right, because I saw. Um, well, because I have enough people mm -hmm. around me. Okay. Uh, to try to move that product. Right. But, so, this is what I would say. Me, mm -hmm. personally. See, this is saying, I can't say it for all the other people because I don't know what they're... I don't know what's going on around them. Mm -hmm. But me, I have enough I have enough experience, mm. talent, mm -hmm. and people around me to put together a team right. that I know I'm gonna be successful. See, you could be part of my team. Right. Like I know I know I have enough people that know how to work the thing. But if you don't have no team and you you just a dude that's nice yeah. and you made some songs, yeah. I mean, and then then the label gives you a deal and they're doing everything. I mean, you don't have a team, I guess you're gonna go with that. Yeah, but my suggestion would be for any artist to either way. I think you need a team Fact. around you. Fact. Like Fact. the baby's popping, right? Yep. He was popping in Charlotte before he's popping like he's popping now, mm -hmm. right? That's you know what I mean. Well, that's a whole nother story. But my point is, he didn't get to the level he is now by himself. Nope. There's a team around him. Mm -hmm. You have to have a team. That and this is the thing. You know what I mean? This is. What I think is some of the problem with a lot of artists not being where they want to be, mm -hmm. whether it's signing that major deal or whether it's just being as successful as they can independently, either way is because they're trying to do too much on their own mm -hmm. or there's an ego there or they bought into too much of this 
I'm, I'm a boss talk. Mm, you, mm-hmm, you, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to put in work to be that. Facts. You know what I mean? But all of these people, like, I don't, you can't tell me any artist that didn't have a team around him. Jay no. had a team. No, yeah, Dane sure. Kareem. Yeah. Nigga, we you, the dangerous team. You like, know, you got to have, a, you know, a support system that's with you and your cause. I think that's, that's, that's a great point. Whether you, whether you anticipating getting a deal and that's your goal, or whether you're going the indie route, you definitely got to have a team. The last thing you want to do is get a deal and go into that label and they put your team around you. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's the last thing you could want. I mean, I mean for obvious reasons, but... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's a business. Because it's a business. And if you ain't carried nobody in there with your best interest, if you didn't carry them with you... Then you, there's no way for you to tell those employees that are already there. The what's in their best entry interest is to turn a profit for the company. Yes, you see what I'm saying. So they have no loyalty to you because you don't cut their check. Right. You know what I mean, you need to come in there with people who, for lack of a better word, eat with you. Yeah. And I was gonna say eat off of you, but they, they eat with you. Right. So that y'all can so that's that's the most important thing, whether you going the indie route or you going the mm-hmm. the label route. Right. Because because it's a business. If you don't have if you have to utilize all of the label, let's just say the label yeah. employees, yeah. you can get you're getting taxed for that. Oh, for the, sure. You you having to pay for that. For sure. But if you have people that already know how to do all of this stuff, mm-hmm. Then they can get paid there for you that. Go. There you go. Somebody and the money get stay in house. There you go. And you get to see the money and decide what people get paid. Right. Versus them taking it off the top and giving you what they think you deserve. Right. And and chances are, like, I agree with that. The worst thing is, in terms of dealing with a label, is you come in with no team when they put their team around you. Because their team, though they work for, like you said, is the label. The home team. It's the like the casino. Team. The house always wins. Always. Always like, so they, they And that team they put around you that's working for the label their loyalty is to the label because their value mm-hmm. of their job and how far they can go mm-hmm. is how much money are you making for the label. Mm-hmm. And so they're not an advocate for the artist, one. Two, um, it doesn't make any sense for me to try to get you more money right? and make more money for you. Right. That would take away money for me. So even certain information they ain't even gonna tell you. There you go. There you go. You won't even know certain stuff. Purposely. Right. Purposely. You have to learn it, you know what I mean? The hard way. The hard way. Yeah. yeah. You look and we've back, heard you that look. many times. So many times. About royalties. Mm-hmm. Noriega still talks about how Tragic Gaddafi got them. For they publishing For the all publishing. That good shit. Yeah. yeah. Didn't even yeah. tell them. Them niggas didn't even know what publishing was. Yeah, didn't even know. And this is how a lot of other artists are that don't know. You it's know a lot I mean? of artists that and, don't. And the biggest problem for a true artist that's, uh, you know, really trying to create artwork. Yes. Uh, is if they put a team around you, they don't see your vision more than likely. You took, well, I'm glad That you is said the it. biggest problem. I'm glad you said it. And if a person don't talking. see your vision, they, ain't going, they can't yep. go hard for you. Yep. So your team got to consist of people, one, that believe in you, yep. that can see your vision and is willing to work and sacrifice to push the vision forward. That's right. Now, the label, they don't want to hear nothing. They just know black and white in numbers. Right. They're not concerned yep. with really 
understanding with your vision. In fact, they're gonna give you a new vision. They they subject to give you a new vision, and or at the or at the and least recreate and alter your vision at yes. the least at the alter least your alter your vision. Yeah. Which even yeah. So I was talking to uh, Newski, and we was just talking about you know deals and uh, independence and you know all this good mm-hmm. stuff. And one of the real things we was talking about is his desire to get in the studio and create. And I was just trying to share some perspective with him on how he might be thinking about product as he's going into the studio to create, Uh, right? And I think it lends to this conversation because we ended up talking about publishing, right? So from from an artist right now, uh, a local artist, not signed, not, you know, just ready to get in the game, I think it makes a ton of sense to record albums, quality albums, of course, but as many as you can. Put them shits out. Get them in the street. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you're a prolific artist and you can create product fairly quickly and fairly easy, put them in the street. Put them in the street. Now, hopefully your, your first one might not get no buzz. Your fifth one might not get no buzz. Your tenth one might start to get some buzz. Your twentieth one. I mean, just saying worst right, case right. scenario. Yeah. Your twentieth album, it catches fire. And the labels come calling. Mm-hmm. Now, what you are sitting on is a catalog right. of 20 albums. Yeah. That so when, when they, they say when, they need eight albums from you, five albums. Man, when they finally do put fire behind you, put any money behind you, you got eight albums of product that you own. Mm-hmm. That you own. You own this capital. You own the publishing to these. So when you finally get a deal, you know when you when you blow, as you blow, your fans are going to go back and listen to your old yeah, catalog. Yeah, right. That shit you own. That's all your money. Right. You said your back catalog is worth it way more than anything you're going to do for the label. Right. Right. Because you own it. You see what I'm saying? So that's the way I think people need to look at the, the songs. And true. that's the way we didn't know to look at the songs that we was recording. Because we don't even have copies of them shits. I know. Damn. You see what I'm saying? So we didn't understand this. Right. We didn't understand what the... We didn't understand what the value of the songs were outside of the people enjoying the songs. Yeah, yeah. That's you know true. what I mean? It being hot and people enjoying these yep. shits. And being able to sell it. But we didn't even know what that meant, really. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so to be able to, so conversations like this is the way of the artist. Right. This is the way of the artist. Like, yes, you are valuable. Your 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 fame has a certain level of currency to it as well. Mm-hmm. But your musical product that you did proper paperwork on. You see what I'm saying? You registered it. You, yeah. you know, you got your BMI or your ass cap and shit straight. You see what right. I'm saying? And when they finally do come knocking on your door, you tell the labels, look, we could do a 50-50 joint venture deal on, on four or five albums going forward, but I'm going to retain all my publishing and all my back pot- uh, my back, uh, catalog. catalog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, that, now that's business. That's and, big and that's, business. Yeah, and, and that's what, like you said, we didn't know. No. We did not do. No, because when they come to, because now, God willing, you have a five to ten year career and you have some hits within there and it's time for you to go sell your publishing like the Dream did. Mm-hmm. You mean he sold his publishing for what, $23.5 last year, something yeah. like that, right? So when it's time for you to sell your publishing or do another pub deal, you have your back catalog to work with. 
that you own in total mm-hmm. and the catalog that you made with it. Come on, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? That's what Russ is doing. That's yeah. what Russ did. Yeah. That's the way, that's the new way of the artist, in my opinion. Yeah. Especially, yeah, absolutely. Especially speaking strictly money. Yeah, if you talking Numbers, about money. Yeah, that's the that's way. That's it. That's the way. Because that's the thing. You have to have leverage. That's the word. The catalog gives you leverage. That's so the when word. the big machine comes knocking with deals and offers, you can actually sit to the table and have a voice. Absolutely. And be taken serious. You don't you don't have nothing, uh, just a few dope songs, and you don't own nothing. And then they say you want to give you a deal, but you just under whatever constraints they put you under. Absolutely. And you just go along with that. Which you're gonna, you know, be getting raped. Yep. That's all that's gonna be. That's it. That's all it's gonna be. Yeah. And you definitely not they're not giving you the rights to your uh to your catalog. Hell no. You can forget that shit. All right, so I found the, I found that artist. I mean, I found uh, Russ's court, tweet. Yeah. So it says, artists having to blow up in your hometown first is an outdated concept. Anyone who tells you that, block their number. The day the internet, okay, block their number. The day the internet and social media came about, let alone streaming, is the day the support from your zip codes became irrelevant. Everyone is everywhere. His next tweet was, to add on to this point, my first sold-out show was in Belgium. First time I got on the radio was in Seattle. My biggest show ever was in L.A., followed by Portugal. I'm from none of these places. Okay, yeah. I mean, I understand his sentiment. Yeah, yeah. I do. I mean, I totally understand. Yeah. I don't 100% agree. I guess we made our reason as to why. Because having boots on the ground is... Just as efficient as having drones yeah, coming in. Right. Fighting. Listen, I'm I'm going to now watch this. I'm gonna blow that whole. <laughs> I'm gonna blow that whole theory that okay. he's saying. I'm gonna say it's a theory. Okay. Out the water. That whole you don't worry about you know hometown thing. If you want to promote an event, anyone that's done events, no. Yeah. You can put it online. Yeah. But you <laughs> put out those physical flyers. Yeah. All over the different places, yeah. at convenience stores, this place, that place, you go, you get more of a return. Mm-hmm. More people come off the actual physical fly that was put mm-hmm. in their hand that you interacted with than they just went by on their IG feed as they're scrolling. Yeah, That's absolutely. a fact. Yeah. And you can look up the statistics on that. That's true. And they say you get, I think it's a 10% return on the, on like for every uh, thousand flyers or something yeah. like that. But so... I don't think that you can totally negate the boots on the ground where you are um, uh, effort. Mm-mm. You can't. I'm going to be honest with you. If you could, they wouldn't ask you to come into the labels and perform in a room with people sitting around the table because yeah, they want to feel the energy. Right. Because you would say, what are you talking about, man? All my stuff is up on my page, right. on my website. Right. Just go listen to it. Exactly. Look at my video. That right there is the killer right there. Yeah. If, so if, why you still need me yeah. in real time? You don't. In person. If that's the case, you should know I'm lit. Right. Yeah, you right. You right. But I, but I get what he's saying. I think he should word it another way. Uh, and, and just say that you... <laughs> You don't need, you don't necessarily need to have taken over your home city yeah. to 
be heard right. around the world. Right. Like even I like like totally even if agree. right even if your home city say they don't like your music, mm-hmm. okay. But because of the internet, it could be all the world. Somebody in Japan may like it. Right. You may be they may be rocking with it in the other cities. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so to me, I think he should make it just it, it should it should be worded more like. This gives you another outlet mm-hmm. and a bigger platform mm-hmm. to fish in, mm-hmm. to get audience. Mm-hmm. You're not just constricted to where you are. Right. That kind of should be the argument at, to me yeah. as opposed to saying, oh, you don't need the homes. <laughs> yeah. Don't be but, short-sighted and think that all you need to do is take over your town exactly. to make it. Right. But if you're trying to make it, taking over your town should be part of your fucking strategy. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because in truth, you want an audience everywhere. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I, and you know, and you know, artists, artists do a lot of times say they have to love you somewhere else, and then they love you when you, you know what I'm saying. Once they see you get love somewhere else, yeah. they'll fuck with you at home. Like I hear that a lot in hip hop. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. Mm-hmm. I think that I, to be honest, that goes. I get it. I get it to a degree, but that's just because the familiarity breeds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. um, Breeds basically complicity. Yeah. But um, familiarity breeds content. Person gets so familiar with it, you like nothing. Yeah. No more. They can't but, see you as a star. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They can't see you as a star. But that's of course goes along with the whole quote, and that's the basis of it. You know, a prophet is not without honor except for in his own home. Right. Like right, you know what I mean. Right, and so right. I get it, and 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 that is, and that but that's like, you know, for multiple reasons, you know, people. Get mm-hmm. too familiar with you, mm-hmm. they, you know. What I mean, people grew up with hate. you. Look, yeah. it's hate. It's yeah. all these different things, but no, you still gotta. You, gotta you still work gotta that work city. for that. Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to work that city. I don't know why you would think you're supposed to do otherwise. It, yeah. Tell me one artist that was not popping in a city that that became a megastar first. And, and I'm talking about. I'm, and of course, I'm speaking about rappers. And the, of course, the two biggest names. Mm-hmm. It's going to be Jay Nas. Mm-hmm. Now, and we can say big. And then I can, good, you can say that. And then I can go back and show you videos yeah. before they ever had yeah. any records. And they was on street corners yeah. rapping and them talent they, shows. Rap niggas was working yeah, in their cities and they was popping. niggas was ringing out was in their city. Yeah, them niggas yeah. names was ringing out in their city. Yeah. Yeah. You know, speaking of names ringing out in the city. And I'm before you say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody likes somebody that just pops out of nowhere. We're gonna get into that with an industry plan. Yeah, and you yeah. ain't put, you ain't really grinded. Nobody right. don't respect you. Right. That's a fact. People don't like people just receiving something just given That's to a them. Fact. That's a but fact. But yeah, we'll get to that. Definitely, definitely. So I, you know, be over through uh, at the Vault Studios, right? Yeah. With Mills and Ross and them. And, you know, a lot of young artists, a lot of young mm-hmm. producers come through. And they always, you know, try to hip. And, and Newski also, they be hipping me to, you know, artists that's in Raleigh. You heard of such and such, you know what I'm saying? He hard, you know, bro hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's artists from the area. And they all know about each other. But it's so many of them. Yeah. I don't know without doing what we talking about, the legwork. Mm-hmm. I don't know how one of them rises above the other in the city. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, cause even Brian Dawson got a young boy he running around with. You know what I mean? I don't know. I didn't, had never heard of him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure it's probably some young niggas that heard of him, but I don't. 
how in the fuck are they keeping up with all the people in the just in the local area? <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, with, yeah. it's it's got to be harder to take over your your city if mm. now mm. because it's so many niggas. Cause I mean, even in our era, it felt like everybody was rapping. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But today, everybody is rapping. Is rapping, <laughs> and not only are they rapping, they dropping videos. Yeah. You see what I mean? Like it's it's a lot. So I just don't yeah. know without going the true street team route. Yeah. How any of these little niggas is gonna rise above the other in their own city. Mm-hmm. And 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 in my honest opinion, I do think because it hasn't come from here yet, that if one of them little niggas can rise and the city get behind one of these little niggas, it's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. If one of them can get this place to do it. It's a rap, yo. Yeah. You know, uh, and I done met a few, and I'm like, yo, it's some nice niggas out yeah. here. Like, it's some niggas that could easily have a deal. Yeah. I done met four or five niggas that could easily have a record deal. Yeah. Some of these niggas is making their own beats. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, easily have a record deal. But how do you, should they be focusing on taking over their own city and then being the cream of the crop? You see what I'm saying? Or should they just say, fuck it, and go to Russ route and say we just doing the global thing, you know? But that's... And to be honest, I don't even know if it's so it's so much as you have to focus on taking over your city. Mm. To me, that's just something that naturally mm. happens. Mm. Mm. Or you start rapping. You live mm. in Raleigh. Mm. You want people around to know you nice. Yeah. So I that's how you just start doing stuff... In I your do. city, you like think about this. You, you go by, okay. Let's say somebody by we don't do it, sweet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. older. But niggas, you buy the latest Jordans. You're not mm-hmm. trying to impress the niggas that you live in Raleigh. You buy the latest Jordans. You ain't trying to impress the nigga that live in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that's real. You want to be that nigga that's in real. your city. Yeah, that's real. That's but that's natural because that's where you are. Yeah. That's so whatever you do, you want to be yeah. known for right there where yeah, you are. Yeah. You'll get to the other places, yep. but like, and, and so it ain't even like it's I, about focusing. It's just something that you naturally I think, do. I think the difference is, and the reason the people that you brought up before, Nas, Jay, Big, even not to put us on that level, but even us when we was out in the streets trying to do music. You see what I'm saying? And, and get yeah. popping. Our goal was to be the nicest. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you had to be nicer than the motherfuckers that was close to you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, now their goal ain't necessarily to be the nicest, it's to be the honest. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The most lit, the most yeah. popular, the most... Right. That's harder to do. Yeah. When it's inundated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like... They focus is different. Right. Going outside to do it is different. Like you, I ain't got time to go outside to do it because I need to be on Instagram. Bro. Right, right. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And when I it do go different. outside to do it, it need to look a certain way because it's on Instagram. Like, right. like you know what I'm saying. Like then it's already. They, they, they are into video production before they are working on their craft. Oh yes. They are they doing oh, yeah. a whole bunch of other stuff that oh, yeah. came much later for us. Yeah. But 
Yeah, but I agree. The focus is totally different, and which is good and bad, because mm-hmm. they are more business yes. oriented yes, for the most are. part now than we yes, were, because we was just focused on being the nicest. Yep. And see, and that, and that was the thing. I don't want to say I was a hundred percent content, but mm-hmm. I was good with recording music, making music, yeah. and the people. Uh-huh. Liking it, yeah, yeah, and me yeah, being yeah. known as right. nice, right? When it was known, like, and it was known, yeah, for sure. Especially in high like school, especially when Maker left, yeah, he was yeah. only there for that one year. Especially, <laughs> I was a fucking nicest, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Like, no that's doubt. it, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, we both had that. We both went through that phase of yeah. being the nicest in the school, yeah. yeah and it. so, and so, because won't nobody nice no. me while I was there. No, yeah, facts. And, and what really wasn't to my senior year, well, other people started getting even close, closer, and yeah. getting nicer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that's a funny conversation to have with some of my peers, right? Uh, <laughs> but they, yeah. they, they know. It ain't um, even none of my peers that even had that conversation with. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But but I was happy mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. that acknowledged me. He he's nice. Yeah. Yeah, his should. songs dope and yeah. people liking the music when we should have been focusing more and more on preserving the music the yeah, business yeah, yeah. of the music and all that but we didn't know but like Mm-mm. i i can tell you i remember days you gotta understand i sent demo tapes mm. to sony yeah i sent like columbia records because now it's on columbia yeah for I, sure. I sent a package there damn right i, I sent a package to I fucking um Geffen, yeah, like different, Damn, different places. The Geffen, like, Jizzle was up there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I know, right. I'm with you. I heard you. I heard. You. I heard. All you I had to say was Nas. Yeah. When you said Nas was on Columbia, that's why you sent it there every yeah. day. When you you say, I can tell you why now. Yeah, you know what I mean. I can name the rap. Okay, right. Jesus. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. You know what I mean. Mom that's the closest D. thing it got to like you know, uh, on that side of dealing with the business, but. But yeah, I definitely think I think home base is always important. Yeah, yeah, it is. I think so. I think so. I well, yeah, I think so. I think it. I think it became important mm-hmm. based on where you were. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause the early eras, if your ass won't go into New York, it didn't make no fucking deal. No, no difference how much noise you made in your city. If you won't go into New York to get a deal, then you can hang it the fuck up. Right. You see what I'm saying? Then it hit an era where you could do it out your trunk and get popping in your city. Mm-hmm. Sound scan is starting to hit the numbers. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The trick about that, though, is you could do that. It works when you take over your city, but you got to take over that city. You got to hit this. You got to hit. You got to. You pretty much got to <laughs> clean your region up. Yeah, you got to do a tour of your region. Yeah, you pretty yeah. much got to clean your region up yeah. to make enough noise. Unless you in Texas. Yeah, cause Texas is big enough to be a region. Mm-hmm. So, so we we you kind of got to clean up North Carolina, South Carolina, VA, VA, which is hard to do. Right, cause North Carolina and VA don't necessarily rock the same. Yeah, South Carolina got their own fucking thing. You see what I'm saying? And North Carolina's kind of bougie. <laughs> you you know what I mean? So it's like 
And you not necessarily breaking into that fucking Atlanta market with some North Carolina shit back then. Back in the move shit out your trunk era. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Niggas looking at you like you from up north when you go to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that shit was difficult in this muddy-ass region. So I can see how somebody in Mississippi, that shit's not feasible. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not fucking, there's not enough people here for me to pop off and the labels fucking notice me by taking over my city. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I understand it. But with the combination today of the internet and right. understanding that street team shit do work, mm-hmm. these these cities that these cities and areas that weren't as popping when we were young, like North Carolina, is popping now. Yeah, you know what I mean. It might not be the clubbiest place, but seventy five fucking new people moved to Raleigh a day. Yep. You know what I mean? Them motherfuckers got family all over America. If you get popping here. Then your music is gonna leave here and go everywhere. You can get your music popping at any of these three major schools within 20 miles of NC State, UNC, Duke. If you can get your music popping on them fucking campuses, then when they go home, mm-hmm. that music going with them. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Same thing with St. Aug and and, sure. and Shaw and and A and T and UNCG. Mm-hmm. If you can get your music into those people's hands, right? When they go back to the crib, the music is going with them. Yeah. You know, so that, that that's the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like, you got to be thinking about going on the internet, but it's cool with something you said earlier. Um, like, the, I think you said something about people telling you about this artist. You see what I'm saying? Like, or when you, you'll find out about him because somebody told you about him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The beauty is when somebody tells you about an mm-hmm. artist, right? And then you look up a day or two and see they sticker some fucking where. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's the connection. Right. That leaves that artist in your mind. That gives them a reason to you see what I'm saying? Like that's what I think people are missing. Yeah. In the local in the local thing. Like somebody could tell me about King Fresco is my man, so I'm gonna use his name. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like he does a good job of this though. He does street team shit and he fucking with the internet. Uh, you can tell me about Crank King Fresco, which is, he got, I like his product. Uh, uh, it's called uh, Pardon Me, I'm Stoned. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, but if I go to the corner store after you tell me about it, and I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm going to buy me a pack of Batwoods, and it's a stack of flyers laying there, and one of them says, Pardon Me, I'm Stoned. That's going to ring a bell. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm going to be like, I might listen to this shit when I get in the car, yo. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's the kind of shit that's, that's necessary, yeah. I think. Connections. I feel like. Connections. Connections. Uh, industry plans. You ready to move to that? Yeah, we can. Because like I said, no one likes nah. To know someone was just given a position. They didn't have to earn it. They didn't right. have to work for it. Especially when you got a million artists out here really grinding. Yeah, and then boy. out the blue. So yeah. it's just like, uh, you just a star. It's yeah. set on the pedestal. A super industry plan. Yeah. Um, and of course, I'll say what made me want to revisit it, because we had covered it before to from a different angle. But I saw this YouTube video, which I've seen a bunch of them, but this particular mm-hmm. one I thought was very good in the points that he highlighted. But he was making a case mm-hmm. for is Billie Eilish uh, um, uh, industry plant. Mm-hmm. And uh, based on 
evidence or circumstantial evidence, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I would say yes. Uh, you know, only because if we can't track, and I'm, I'm big on this, and he said that, that's what made me like it too. If, like, if though your origin is muddy, we yeah. can't figure it out, yeah. we can't trace it back, then there's, yeah. a, there's a chance you may be a plant. Yeah. And, and let me let me add to that because I agree, right? Yeah. And while we, I'm thinking about the Billy Eilish thing, and I'm thinking because Billy Eilish, right? Mm-hmm. And I, yes, she's not hip hop, but because she's she the wants in, to be hip hop so bad, she so does bad. so much hip hop songs Inspired with people. To, yeah, yeah for sure. exactly. So the, the the thing is, in Billy Eilish's case, it could have been just left that she got a record deal on Interscope. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That could have just literally been the story. But the problem is the labels sign these kids and present them as if they didn't just get a record deal. Yeah. They present them like they had some type of mythical SoundCloud discovery mm-hmm. and the world caught on to them and they blew Right. So it's not that we sign somebody young and then put her out because mm-hmm. that's generally what happens. That's a fucking record deal. Yeah. You we hear songs that you have. They're not quite good enough, but we sign your ass because we understand we got talent. We put you in with real mm-hmm. producers and then we package you and put you out. That's a record deal. Right. Right. That's nothing abnormal about that. And that's basically what they did to Billie Eilish, except they presented her like she was some type of independent phenom. Right. That's the problem. That's where the plan. That's what makes it a plan. Right. Because then when you, and, and because then when you start looking and digging, then you find out, like, uh, because with them creating this false narrative about this person being this phenomenon they discovered, mm-hmm. with them, with them doing that, it it makes it that much more worse when people uh, find out. That they're not what you presented. Right. Because not only do they do present them with this false narrative that it's some phenom and this and they found her mm-hmm. their music and whatever. Mm-hmm. No. They say that, but in saying that, it's like you're telling the people that they put in work to get to where they are. That's exactly but then right. you find out, wait right. a minute, you know what I mean? Right. Her brother, you know, his yeah. own modern family. Yeah. He co-writes all the songs. Yeah. Like He's an actor. His uh, parents are actors. actors yeah. Like so, they they heavily connected in both industries. Right. So you find out, oh, this person was just born into uh-huh. show, show business. business yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. Why are you acting like this person was from some no name place that was grinding and yeah. had just put a dope song on SoundCloud? Someone A and R from a label, so right. <laughs> heard it, right. and the person blew or like. But it's that same bullshit they've been telling us. Uh, I handed so and so my demo, mm-hmm. and then they no the fuck you didn't, man. It, how many people you think really got a deal because you handed the right person your demo? Nah. Fuck out of here, man. That's the origin story. That's mm-hmm. the that's the beautiful origin story that they love to tell. This Billy, the the new origin story is we found this kid that was piping hot on SoundCloud. We right. had to have her, mm-hmm. and she blew from there. Mm, no, what you did is you found this kid that you could dress like little Peep. Yep. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You could tell her to get on the internet and say she's sad. Her brother writes pretty cool fucking songs. We know the family's talented. We owe them some favors. They've been in the industry forever. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, the false narrative. Those are the words that you yeah. use. The false narrative is what creates the industry plan. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Without the false narrative, it's just a record deal. Right, exactly. And the problem with the, the whole industry plant thing and the false narrative that accompanies them is that it's, sell, it's the kid dangling the carrot, making everyone, all the other millions of people that's right, you're thinking, oh, that's going to happen to me too. Yes. No, no. because your family is not. <laughs> your, fa your brother's name is not Phineas. Yeah, yeah. you're not connected like He's that. He's not on Modern Family. You know what I mean? You know? Your parents are not major actors. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so that's my thing is like... Uh, selling hope. It, selling hope. Yeah. With, where there may not be there you hope. Go. There you go. Selling that's hope the where thing. there is none. You know what that's I mean? That's the bullshit. Person think, oh, I just keep doing this and doing this, and then I'm going to be like that person. So you keep a million people on the same treadmill yep. that's going nowhere. Yep. Now, some of them, the ones that make it are the ones that <laughs> that don't believe that narrative. You're right. That are doing something different, closer to what we said, closer to what, like, or like Russ did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the difference. Russ had, oh, I remember you, I remember when you first told me about Russ mm -hmm. and all the music and all the people that caught on and stuff like that. The dip, that's my point with Billie Eilish. The, she ain't, had she, ain't have, she ain't have nothing. She had none of that. She had three songs. Yeah. Three songs when she got signed. And yeah, so they signed her to Interscope, yeah. but she ain't have nothing out. Russ had 11 albums. <laughs> this nigga had 11 albums when he got signed. At least 10 when he got signed. Yeah. When yeah. He, whatever deal, he did his joint venture deal, he had 10 to, to 11 projects already on the internet. You know what I mean? Right. So that 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 were doing millions of streams mm -hmm. on their own. Yeah, she so. didn't she didn't she didn't have four songs. So tell me <laughs> why would a big label take such a gamble on you if you were not someone a thirteen-year-old girl, a thirteen-year-old daughter that, of movie stars that didn't write her own. Like, okay, if you got a thirteen-year-old girl, they would have tried to make Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five industry plants if they came along today. Oh, yeah, for sure. You understand? Mm -hmm. Like, today, the Jackson 5 and, and Michael Jackson and them would be industry plans if they came <laughs> yes. along today. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. There's no way in the hell they would tell us. They would, you, you know, that story would not have ended with them practicing in the living room. Nah. You see what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, it's not glamorous it's enough. It's not glamorous enough. It's not glamorous <laughs> it enough. It don't sell enough hope. No, there you go. It ain't even about the glamour. It don't yeah. sell enough hope. Yeah. We got to stay telling. Nigga, you ain't selling enough hope out here, bro. You got to step your game up, <laughs> But you're right, though. Right. That's the crazy thing. Um, Would you, would you, if you were a 20... Would you allow the industry to plant you as a 20 year if like yourself at, at 20? Do you think you would allow the industry to plant you? I can honestly say no. I couldn't go for it. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Mm. I couldn't go for it. I'm thinking. I I, I, I agree with you, like mm -hmm. the sentiment off top, like with what you're saying. But then I'm thinking like, damn, you're not asking me to change the music that I'm doing. 
You're not asking me to be somebody different. All you ask me to do is lie about <laughs> how I got a deal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm just processing this thing. It's like, but okay, you know, but what the, are you asking right, me to do versus... I get what you're saying. I get that. Right? You're not asking me to change the music. You're not asking me to be yeah. with something different. But see, here's my problem. Is that the narrative helps to make the person. Well, right? So if the narrative... So if, if the narrative... If they give you a new narrative, right. it, it makes you... It makes you different. You're right. You, yeah, you, you, you like, I agree. I can't. I, I don't. I don't know that I have because an the narrative kind of the the narrative helps to develop the character or right. the person. I don't know that I have an argument against that. So I it's kind of like, dude. You, yeah, you, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I, I would start juggling. Right, the, right, right, the, right. The variables. Wait, like, the pros. And wait a minute. Like, so you gonna give me the deal? I got a deal, right? I just can't tell nobody. Mm-hmm. Now, now let me ask you this, or tell yeah. you how you exactly got the deal. So let me ask you this: Then, what is the purpose of an industry plan? That's oh, what that's, that's oh, what we conclude with. Oh. What is the purpose of an industry plan? It's, and then maybe when you tell me that, maybe I'll re, I might change my answer. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> I th- it's literally it's all marketing because I can get them to believe more deeply in you if they believe they had a part in your comeuppance. Mm. So it, so it's the label's way of recapturing the trust of the artist that they may have lost when the whole rise of mm-hmm. talking about going independent mm-hmm. came about. Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's like well, a, a rebuttal it's, to that. It's actually it's actually a way for them to glean. They're not even rebutting it. They're gleaning. Uh, they're gleaning uh, positive impact. Mm-hmm. From the fact that the independent wave came, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Uh, it's not even that they're working against it; they're mm-hmm. just using it. It yeah. was like, oh, y'all love indie, y'all, y'all have a higher affinity for your artists when they came through an independent struggle, or or seem as if they came through an independent struggle. So we'll attach this independent struggle to everybody, yeah, on mass. You see what I'm saying? So in hopes that, and they're doing it. People believe they believe it, yeah. They believe it. And then six months to two years later, they see them with Atlantic Records or Capitol or Interscope or Columbia mm-hmm. some fucking where. And, it, and it's like they weren't there the whole time. It's like I, I just signed a $10 million deal with fucking Columbia. No, the fuck you didn't just sign shit. Nigga, you signed that shit 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What you talking about? So that's, 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 that's the thing. I think they using our love for independence and true artistry. Because mm-hmm. I think we, we attach somebody's uh, musical moral code to their independence. Like right, I, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I did it this way because I wanted to keep my authenticity and all this other shit. Right. When gotcha. the truth of the matter is, you did the same thing I did when I asked you that question. So what you saying is, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to change my style. I can still use my same producer. I just can't tell nobody. And you still don't give me the money. Mm-hmm. I just can't tell nobody about it. And I got to pretend as if I'm doing... You telling an artist that they get to take more credit. Mm-hmm. That's really what the label is doing. We're going to sign you, but we're going to tell you to take the credit for what's happening for the next three years. Right. That is... That's Yeah, that's essentially what happened. We're going to mm-hmm. let you take the credit. 
They raping these boys, yo. Yeah. Pause. I know that sounded real. That sounded up. real bad. That sounded real Catholic. <laughs> Damn, that sound bad too. <laughs> that sounded worse. I know. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get a call from the FCC about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, but yeah, so. But you see what I'm saying, though? Yeah. For sure. Like, they telling the artists, like, yo, we're going to help you, but you get to take all the credit for the next three to five years. Mm hmm. You the boss. You always wanted to be a boss, right? Mm-hmm. You got your own label. You got your own medallions. Your boys got medallions. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. Y'all ain't got shit. Right. And yet, you don't own your music. And now, Hell no. and now, you don't even own your identity. Because we created that for you. Based off the narrative, we, we, gave, you the, we gave you the yeah that yeah. you agreed that you agreed to, to use the market yourself to the to the Fuck, industry. You're right. Yeah, I might have to tell him no. <laughs> might have to tell him no, bro. I mean, I, I agreed from the beginning. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. Throwing out reasons that right, the nigga right. just might say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah what no, I, mean? I feel you. But yeah, I, ugh, that's an ugly game, ain't it? That shit nasty. Yeah, man. As it it is so. Uh, it's such a manipulating strategy. Yeah. Because not only are you manipulating the artists, you're manipulating the public. Right, right. You right. know. And you double manipulating the artists because they think they're going to make way more money than they are. And we all know that once they start feeding you narrative, nigga, they got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once they Lying to it, that's they, it. They got you, buddy. Mm. That's it. Damn, yo. So you think we did enough on the way of the artists, bro? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we covered it. And if not, we'll come back at another time. Yeah, because I love talking about this kind of shit. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure something else will happen that'll make us oh, have a man. version of this conversation. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, but I think we did enough on this one. All right, so as usual, we're going to ask y'all to go to uh, Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Conversate for a Few. Also, go wherever you get your podcast. I don't care if it's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, or Spotify. Wherever you listen to your shows, make sure you search for Conversate for a few. Subscribe to the show. Uh, leave us a comment. Um, share the show with your friends because that's the only way they're going to know that we're here. Also, uh, rate the show. Give us five mics or five stars or five Rotten Tomatoes or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't give you five wooden nickels, nigga. Just give us five of them. You know what I mean? Make sure we get a full rating. Also, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan merch, along with the empty Max Seller TDK tape. We're working on that hard for y'all. Uh, pause. I think that's about it. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 
please listen to this podcast. Please listen to this podcast. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.